Welcome to the Daily Devotional Podcast of Prism Church in Pasadena, California, available for download Monday through Friday. Hi, I'm Pastor Chuck Ryer. Our ambition is that this daily podcast will encourage you to set your mind on Jesus and reflect on God's presence in your life. As we study the attributes of God and meditate on the promises of His Word, our hope is that our souls would be refreshed and we begin to reflect these beautiful realities to those around us. September's devotionals will be written by the people of our congregation. This fall, we're focusing on the vision, mission, and values of Prism Church. Today's devotional was written and will be read by Pat Horan. In addition to being a member at Prism Church, Pat's claim to fame is that his lovely wife, McCall, is our Director of Children and Family Ministries at Prism. My drive in life comes from a fear of being mediocre. That is always pushing me, because even though I have become somebody, I still have to prove that I am somebody. My struggle has never ended, and I guess it never will. That was Madonna. As a senior in high school, Madonna wasn't in the running when I was thinking about who to invoke for a senior quote, but she probably should have been. In hindsight, I can see that I always wanted to go to a college that people recognized and found impressive. I went to graduate school to get a PhD, because everybody else seemed to be going to law school or medical school. I valued achievement and stamps of approval, not as much to be accepted or liked, but to be more than mediocre. I didn't know it at the time, but I was looking for a verdict that I was important and that I was valuable. Rather than growing in gospel humility, I was building an identity apart from God that was based on achieving self-worth and finding purpose in my performance. So when I settled on a quote by Churchill that said, history will be kind to me, for I intend to write it, well, it just seemed right for my ambitions at the time. However, my parents were pretty mortified at my lack of humility, so I settled on another one of Churchill's quotes. We are all worms, but I do believe that I am a glowworm. Pretty humble, right? I was self-deprecating enough to call myself a worm, but I wasn't just a mediocre worm. I was a glowworm. My youthful ego was painfully busy making sure that I would glow. Tim Keller describes a painful ego as one that is swollen and distended, calling for attention because it's not working properly, but rather it's injured. It's broken. It's calling out for care and attention. My ego was busy because, as C.S. Lewis said, pride gets no pleasure out of having something, only out of having more of it than the next person. So I proudly buried myself compiling a resume that would stick out from others, and I focused on all the things that I could accomplish and forgot about what Christ had already accomplished. What was missing was the power of the gospel to transform my self-worth and my identity, to expose my struggles with self-effort. Oftentimes, whether in the church or in the world, we hear pride described as thinking too much of ourselves and humility as thinking less of ourselves. But C.S. Lewis would say that humility is thinking of ourselves less. Tim Keller goes on to describe it as not about self-hating or self-loving, but self-forgetting. Growing in gospel humility means we stop connecting everything, whether our experiences, our conversations, our actions, or our emotions, with ourselves. Growing gospel humility means we stop setting standards apart from Christ, whether we set them higher to deal with our self-hating humility or lower to combat self-loving pride. Growing gospel humility means we stop living our lives as if our excellent or poor performances will go on our resumes, where we can maximize our successes and minimize our failures, and that this somehow will provide the evidence to a prosecution or a defense in some cosmic trial of our life. As I think about what growing gospel humility looks like in my own life, 
It overlaps with what I've observed here at PRISM. I've not witnessed performances or programs in pursuit of personality cults. I don't see virtue signaling or vying for curricula vitae for the sake of verdicts. Rather, I've seen gospel humility demonstrated in many ways. Before God, I've seen it through gospel-centered preaching to remind us all that what we have is only by grace alone. I've seen it demonstrated before one another because here at PRISM, the body loves each other well, as I've seen through volunteer workdays, all the volunteers who staff the various ministries and events, the generous donations to the COVID funds, as well as many folks' housing needs that have been met internally. And before our world, PRISM loves those in need. There's definitely nothing mediocre about our commitment to the Olive Crest Safe Families, the Obria Clinics, the Union Station Homeless Services, and the various missionaries and families being supported around the world in Spain, Indonesia, India, and many other places. So it must not be about the standards that others judge us by. It can't be about the standards that we judge ourselves by. It's not even about how the church or the culture will judge us. Rather, the verdict has been given, and we know that Christ's righteousness has been imputed to us, that our verdict is in, we're accepted, we've been adopted as full heirs. So we're free to forget ourselves, and we can perform because of the verdict, and not for the verdict. As Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4, verses 3 to 4, I carry care very little if I am judged by you or by any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. My conscience is clear, but that that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. You've been listening to the Prism Church Podcast. Prism Church is a non-denominational congregation in Pasadena, California. For more information, visit our website, prismchurch.com, or email us at info at prismchurch.com.